Welcome to the Mad Hustle Podcast, the place where motivation meets inspiration. It's where hard work pays off and excuses are for people who don't want to win. If you want to learn how to sell a show in Hollywood, then buckle up, pay attention, and leave your ego outside. Now here's the host of the Mad Hustle Podcast, a 30-year Hollywood veteran that's negotiated multi-million dollar deals, whose television creations and other entertainment projects have been shown around the world, influenced millions of people for generations to come. A man who wants you to win even more than you do, Butch Hartman. Remember, the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. Welcome to the Mad Hustle Podcast. I'm Butch Hartman with Julianne Hartman. Hello. She's here. I'm here. You're here. And that's really all that matters. We are so glad you guys are here. You know, um, as we release this podcast, it is the Christmas season. I know. We're like down to the last couple days and it's so exciting. Yeah, it's we're calling the, We're calling this episode uh, Christmas Break with a question mark. Right. Because like, do you take a Christmas break? Like, yay, vacation. Or does Christmas break you as you try to get everything done uh, well, at the, on time? Okay, what's interesting about this year is that it's falling on uh, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, Friday, Saturday. Right, next year will be Saturday, Sunday. I know. So, I don't really like when the holidays like I that don't on, on a weekend. I know, but here's what I'm saying. Because you get the weekend anyway. Yeah. So what happens? Like, do you treat Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday like regular days, and then like Friday the- is Christmas Eve, and that's what's really weird about it. So the reason why we're asking you this question, we put a question mark there, is because we're working right up until Christmas Eve day. Well, that's what we do. Right. right. That, that's us. We're only saying this to show everybody out there that if you want results, sometimes it takes going that extra mile. You know, Lance Armstrong used to say, you know, if you want to be a champion, and I know he had some some scandals with uh, with uh, substances and things like that. However, uh, but but he did say before all that, he said, uh, but, but still, even with the substances, he was still an amazing bike rider still. Yeah. However... He did say, if you want to be a champion, are you out riding your bike on Christmas Day? Are you out right. doing this? Now, I, of course, am a Christian guy. I'm not saying do anything on Christmas Day that doesn't honor the Lord. I mean, you're there, that's, that is, you're there to honor Jesus' birthday, and that's right. what we do in our home, right. for sure. But um, I am saying that to be a winner, to be um, a success, there are going to be those moments, maybe not on Christmas, but there might be those moments in your week in your month, where you need, to, you need to go the extra mile when other people aren't going the extra mile. Yeah. You need and to outwork the other person. I know that sounds well, – that's, well, that's what you have to do. it's not a competition. It's not in that way of like, I'm going to outwork you. But well, you no, might, it is competition. You, I mean, the people that get to the top are the ones that, right, but I'm that saying work harder than the other ones. They may not know that person that they're working against. Well, yeah, in that case, it's fine. Yeah, but right. I mean, yeah, you're not trying to I'm – I'm saying uh, – you know, if this guy makes a great TV, but the competition down the road makes a better TV, that's healthy competition. Why? Yeah, exactly. Why? Yeah, and that's but you can who also, makes a better watch, who makes a better show, who makes a better movie, that sort of thing. So you can also take this time, like for instance, what are we going to do next week? Monday, okay, Saturday's Christmas. Yes. Sunday's the day after Christmas. Really good. Then you've got it? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, because Friday is New Year's Eve. Right. Exactly. So that yeah. it's just. A really weird way that it worked out this year. It'll be that way next year too. Yeah. So what you know? What are your plans to continue your vision to continue your goal during this holiday season? And guys, the reason we talk truth to you here, we don't have time to talk anything else but truth to you. We don't want to sit here and say, you know, it's all great. You can have as many as much time off as you want. I mean, you know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says God rewards the hand of the diligent. Yes. You know, diligent means you are. Diligent means you're working steadily and you're, you're, um, 
you're uh, enhancing and moving and shaping things steadily. You know, um, we just posted this week, as a matter of fact, I have a brand new course that just launched. Yes. It's, it's an amazing company. It's oh. a, a great company called Domestica with a K. And uh, they're not Russian, though, oddly enough, with a K. No, but what's so funny is that every time we've talked to any kind of representative, they're in a different country. They're from Spain. Yeah. Or, yeah, exactly. Or Mexico City. But wonderful, amazing people. Uh, but uh, last year, about a year ago, a little but way over a year ago, actually, they came to me and asked me if I wanted to do an art course for them. And uh, I'm like, well, basically, Domestica has a huge platform full of art courses and creative courses and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it could be on cooking, too. Mm-hmm. Like it could be oh, anything. anything. Yeah, anything yeah. creative, cooking, or yeah, making shoes, whatever. Uh, I did a course. They wanted me to do one on animation. And I said, well, I could do the typical thing that everybody else does, or I teach you character design, or I teach you how to animate. But they already had a million of those. Right. So my course is all about how to create your own cartoon universe, how to create characters that can fill out a universe yeah. and create your own cartoon world. So how do you do that? And that's what my course is about. And so I said all that to say this. You can get that course by clicking on the link uh, that comes with this podcast, number one. And also, uh, I took about 12, 13 months to get this course done. Right. So, so during I- the course of all the things we were doing, I was still having to make time to do this course. And and let me just tell you this, it wasn't <clears throat> it wasn't just him doing the actual um uh what do you call that the video of it, you know, to and to Oh the end of the video stuff it. was the easy stuff. That was the easy part. <laughs> was the it easy, was yeah. all of the other stuff that had to take place. So that no matter what, um with doing that and doing everything else that we're doing you know, you have to really have good time management in order to get that all done. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people that are counting on you to hit deadlines, to, you know, get things in where they're, when they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, and you know what? You just can't say, oh, sorry, I didn't have enough time. Like, that just doesn't work. Now, you might, you know, do say that to somebody. Uh, and let's say if it was this company, if Butch would have said, oh, man, I don't have any time to finish this. They would have you finished, but you would never work with them again. Why would they want to work with somebody that's like, well, I just couldn't find the time. You know, it was too much. You should have like said it was too much. I like that voice you're doing, too. But well, that the, was just, that's Joe, Joe Smith. That's Joe Smith, exactly. Right. I mean, no offense to any Joe Smith out yeah, there. Yeah, but I'm just saying that, you know, it's like, know what you're getting into. Right. Because this was a lot of work, and it's, it's the payoff is amazing. And because there's going to be so many people out there that are going to be able to create stuff like ben- you did. They're going to benefit from this class. I benefit really hope big time. You guys should check it out. By the way, uh, if you're hearing this podcast uh, in this week of December 2021, where we're releasing it, if you get the course now, you get 50% off of the yes, course. Yes, and it would be a great gift for your child, your grandchild, yep. your your cousin. Your yep. I mean, really. That's it, your that child, wants. your grandchild, and your cousin, but no one else. But no. yes. <laughs> It'll be, no, guys, get it. Anybody who's interested in creating cartoons, this is a great step forward. Yes, you can learn how to draw. You can learn how to paint. You can learn how to do all the animation pieces for sure. But you need to know how to create the stuff that people are going to draw and paint. You need to yes. know how to create the show. Like Charles Schultz created Peanuts and then they made cartoons out of it. But how do you create that world in the first place, this course won't show you how to create the world, but it will show you the steps necessary to create that world. Like, hey, it doesn't have a magic formula like you're going to have a perfect cartoon right. idea, but it will show you the steps to take in order to get your um, your pieces in place 
when you create that world. It's really, really cool. Um, it's actually called Cartoon uh, – what's it called? Cartoon Universe, How to Create Your – got to get the title right because it's got the title. <laughs> on, yeah. Well, no, they changed it a little bit. That's why They did. They changed it on me. Yeah. Anyway, like, check it out. It's available with Just this podcast. Google, I guess go on Domesca and, hit, and put, put in oh, the go on, go on my social media and you'll find it everywhere. I'm yeah. not promoting it all. Well, no, but it's exciting. But, it, but my point is it took a lot of work on top of all the other work. Well, yes, I know. I was there. Yeah, and after the first of the year, guys, we're going to give you more details on some of these awesome projects we've got going. Uh, the project that took a lot – the projects that took a lot of time and effort to get people to believe in to help them support us with these yeah. projects. And, you know, it's interesting is that, um, you know, when, when you say yes to something like that, you know, other projects came, you know, within like a next month or maybe six months down the road. But we had to do it all at once. And we didn't know how much work was going to be involved in this one. But no matter what, you still you do your best at whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. Whatever you're putting your hands to, it is representing yourself. It's, it's giving you um, a reputation. You know, you want a good reputation out there. Well, plus, if you're you, making something like a course, um, yes. it's there forever. Yeah. Like every video you shoot, every drawing you do, someone's going to see it 20, 30 years from now, whether they want to or not. It might, they might stumble yeah. across it. And you so, know what, too, I want to add is that we've had many companies come to us and ask you to do these courses. Yeah. But there was something about Domestica that we really liked. They were so professional. Right, very much so. And they were so detailed. Which was really important because sometimes people just kind of throw things up there and don't realize, mm-hmm. you know, what it's what it could be. But they really were prepared, and so anyway, it's going to be a great course. But so check it out again. You can get the link with this podcast. Yeah, but the the bottom line about this whole thing is that is that we've got you know sometimes you have a lot on your plate. So how do you juggle everything? Do you just throw all all the balls in the air, or all the um, the saucers, all the you know the pots in the air, and go? Well, which one is going to cook faster? You know, like, I have a question. How do you even get the stuff on the plate in the first place? How do you even get the uh, the assignment or the project or the um, you you work how do you hard. how do you get that? You know, I had a phone call this week with a, a guy I've been working with for about thirty years. We don't work directly on everything, but I've known this person for so long, and um, he's seventy, and he's like, "Hey, what can we work on?" He still wants to get out there and keep That's making right. stuff, and. What's amazing is, well, it's funny. He wasn't always 70. He was 40 when I first met him. But now he's 70 and I'm 57. And we were talking. I'm like, I can't believe I've known you for 30 years. And we were just sitting there. But but this dude wants to keep cranking and wants to keep going at age 70. That is awesome. And it is amazing. It keeps you motivated. It keeps you young. It keeps you excited. You know? Well, plus, you know what? People that are in our industry that are in like animation, children's programming, something kind of keeps you young anyway because mm-hmm. you're always dealing with fresh, new, like how kids would react kind of ideas. And I don't know. I just think there's something really sweet about it and something that makes you feel young again as opposed to some of the drama, you know, of all the, you know. Yeah, the, I'm not I'm not cut out to work on like an hour-long live-action drama show. No, that's I, not I, you. A murder mystery or something. No. That, that's not me. I mean, I that's just me, but other people are. But uh, again, I do love cartoons. I love going back to my childhood, things that made me excited when yeah. I was younger. I love to learn from those things. In fact, uh, one thing I love to learn from, there's a show I used to watch all the time. Actually, they were interstitials between shows, uh, Schoolhouse Rock. Yes. Right now, this project that we're doing, we're writing a lot of songs. I'm writing a lot of songs, and I'm really getting a lot of inspiration from Schoolhouse Rock. Just the way they told a story in about two minutes, how to like you know add numbers and how to spell things and how to 
how to do grammar. I mean, that's not what our project is about, but just seeing how to tell a story with a song, the stuff that I grew up with really inspires me. So I'm hoping that the stuff that I've done at Nickelodeon, all the shows I've done, and this new course with Domestica, I'm hoping it inspires even more generations of kids and, and people all around the world. I really do. Um, one cool thing about the uh, Domestica course as well, I teach you how to um, come up with the characters, put them together, how to do a lineup to make them all, you know, what do they all look like together, what sort of a world do they live in, and once you have all that down, how do you then put that into a package to present to a potential buyer? And I, I help you out with all that stuff too. Well, see, that is gold. I don't think a lot of people do that. No, that's gold. A Some lot of people, do, not a lot. Well, I don't know too many creators of shows, of cartoons, like at the status that you have. have Ooh, status. Um, are doing courses. Yeah, I mean, uh, some are. I mean, there's some great oh, they ones. are? There's, okay, no, I really haven't seen <clears throat> There's some them. out there that are really, really great. Uh, but, I, yeah, you're right. I don't see a lot of them. I don't see okay, a ton. Yeah, but but still, so you're you're not only getting your um, your skills as far as how to draw and how to create stuff, but you're also getting the skills of how to sell it, too, as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And, and what are they looking for? A lot of artists... I mean, first of all, a lot of artists can come up with really cool stuff, yeah. uh, but not many artists, and trust me, I know this because I've been in the industry for over 35 years, not, not a lot of artists are good at selling what they do. And they live, yeah. pay, they live paycheck to paycheck, and you know, years down the road, they're wondering why don't they have more money saved, why didn't that big idea go through, or why did it go through and they didn't get the piece of the pie that they deserved. Guys, listen. This is called show business. It's not called show money. It's not called show fun. It's called show business for a reason because people make a There's living no off of it. There's no business like show That's business. a good song. We should patent that. <laughs> patent that. Copyright that. But um, there's guys, there's executive producers out there in the world that don't lift a finger on a, on a, a project and they make all this money. Yeah. They don't. And yeah. then, and, no, you, you're right. And, but then there's the other executive producer who's working their butt off making very little money. And yeah. so how did that deal happen? You know what I mean? So you need to learn your value, what you're worth, and begin to work as though that's the value that you are. And that's why you have to have an agent because you're or, not or, yeah, you're yeah. just not going to most artists, not all, please, here's your disclaimer, but most artists are very um, much into just they just want to create. They don't really want to get into the business side of things. So for you to for an artist to negotiate his own contracts is really hard because they're not even looking at their value. Yeah, many artists uh, don't want to take the time either to learn how to read contracts, how to negotiate contracts, how to even discuss contracts because they just don't. I mean, and listen, when I when I was younger, all I wanted to do was draw, and that was it. Yeah, you know. That so was in it. this day and age, if you are a young person and you're trying to get into the industry. You know, you got to start looking at it in a much bigger picture and not just look at it for where you are right now. That's why we're so big on what is your, like, give, write down a goal. Where do you want to go with this? You know, where do you see yourself in one year, three years, five years, you know, eight years? Where do you see yourself? Because if you're not seeing yourself, you know, in your future, no one else is going to tell you what your future is. <laughs> They're not going to come to you and say, yeah. hey, here's where I see, you know, yeah, they might say, here's where I see you because they might believe in you or they might think, trust in you. But you've got to also have that vision for yourself. I used to, uh, you know, we watch American Idol with our kids years ago. And uh, Simon Cowell would always say, 
You know, when you sing, I don't believe you, and if you and, and if and if you don't believe you, I don't believe you. It's like right. a, you need to believe in that song as you sing it. You need to believe in your idea as you pitch it and and create it and tell people about it. By the way, yeah. I got a question for you. In the last three months, what have you done to further your career? What have you done? I mean, and I'm only asking this because you need to ask yourself that. What have you done? Have you – you might not have made that phone call that got you the meeting. But let's say you got the meeting. What are you taking into the meeting? You know, what do you have to show somebody once you get the meeting? And that's right. a huge question because so many people want the meeting. They want the meeting and then they don't have anything once they walk in. I had someone pitch me something the other day. And this person's actually tied in pretty well to a lot of studios around town in Hollywood. And it was the worst idea I've ever heard. But this guy had like six meetings set up. And good for him because he's tied in. He's going to get some traction on it because he's got meetings and connections. How do you get those connections? I don't know. How many bad movies are made, by the way? Yeah. All the time. You might have a great idea. How do you get that meeting? You got, you've got to start putting yourself out there. Even though it's Christmas, start looking at ways to get your name out there, to get connected, to make a YouTube video or two or five or ten to show people who you are and what you're capable of. Yeah, and if you can, again – You know, we are going into Christmas, but you can't tell me that you don't have maybe an hour or two. Just think about all the uh, the um, uh, screen time that you're on with your phone. Yep. What if you were to take one hour and do something towards your your career, do something towards your vision? Wait, that's just crazy enough to work, Julianne. Yeah, but something Um, because, you know, we've got like a, a week basically between. Christmas and New Year's of, yeah, I'm not saying to work the whole time and, no. you know, and beat the... And we are, listen, you do need some rest. You do need yeah, to take but a an break. hour. Because you're going to waste an hour doing something. And guys, listen, we're telling you this because we're on this podcast and we're weird thinkers. We just think weird. We do. We think differently than most people do. Uh, not that we think better, but we just think differently. And because we want to see you guys succeed. And that takes effort. It takes extra effort, even when... You don't feel like putting in the effort. And, um, you know, every time I watch one of those Christmas movies like Elf or Christmas Story. Yes. My brain goes – doesn't just go cool movie. My brain goes, how can I make a movie like that? I I know that's where you're – How can I make a cool Christmas movie like that? What I really want to do is make a Christmas song one of these days. Okay, but no. Another one. I keep saying that. You did. It's coming out soon. It is coming out soon. That's right. Yeah, but let me say this though. See – that's not like work, but that's going towards your vision and your goal. Right. Like that was a great movie. I want to make one like it. You know what I mean? But what so it wasn't cool, like yeah. you went and got in, you know, started researching online and getting meetings and all that. No, just the fact that you went, that was really cool. I want to make one. How would I make one? You know what I mean? That's that's kind of what we're talking about during this holiday season of giving yourself, you know, a break, of course, and resting and sleeping in or whatever. But Find something that might be really cool and say, like, hey, I want to know how to do that because I might want to do it myself. Exactly. So, you know, getting inspiration from other people's stuff, getting inspiration uh, from just the world around you, other entertainment projects. I mean, go on TikTok. I love going on TikTok and seeing what people are up to. There's so many uh, amazing creative people on TikTok. Um, I even saw some artists who used to work on Danny Phantom doing their own TikToks about how oh, how they worked on Danny Phantom. I mean, that's really cool. I see other people doing these amazing um, – songwriting challenges and just all this cool stuff and it's just there's there's a super creative world out there 
you can really, really uh, derive some uh, creative stuff from. So do that this holiday season. Take that extra time. Eat your turkey. Open your presents. And then maybe look at something and create something. Hey, so anyway, uh, on to the trivia now. You ready for the trivia? Yes. I have nothing for you. I have something for you. Okay. Now, you, now, okay, I'm going to show you something. It can't be hard. It's right here in this room. It's been sitting here the whole time in front of you. Okay. Okay, I have here a children's book in front of me. It is called Are You My Mother? Yes. See the... See the I see remember the, that. Who wrote the book? Dr. Seuss. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Sorry. Oh, no! It's not Dr. Seuss. It's P.D. Eastman. Wait a second. By P.D. Eastman. I thought that was Dr. Seuss. A lot of people do. Now, there's a Dr. Seuss cat okay, on hello. the cover. Yeah, well, well, see, it's called an I Can Read By Myself beginner book with a cat oh, on the cat and a hat on it. But and by the way, this book does kind of feel like a Dr. Seuss it book. It does. In fact, I thought it was Dr. Seuss for many, many years, but it is P.D. Eastman. Well, who is P.D. Eastman? They wrote Are You My Mother or She. I think it's a he. That was my favorite book when I was a kid. When, I was, know. It, when was it written? It was, this book came out in 19... Oh, boy, oh, boy. 1960. Yep. I was born in 62. 1960 by P.D. Eastman. All right. Well, dang it. I think P.D. was a man. Uh, I don't know yet. I have to figure yeah. that out. Mad Hustlers, do you know? Okay. Thanks for playing, Julian. You did really good the last few months, so you've been getting all the trivia. Yeah, well, I, I swear, if you guys all go look at this book online, you'll see it. It looks like a Dr. Seuss and, book. Well, and by the way, Dr. Seuss is all over. Well, there's no, no the cat in the hat. The cat, I'm sorry, the cat in the hat. The cat but the words, see, Dr. Seuss. Yeah, because Dr. Dr. Seuss, Seuss was the hugest yeah. one, so they would just put everything on the label of yeah. that. Yeah, all right. All right, guys, listen, we're so glad you decided to join us on Mad Hustle this week. Have a wonderful holiday season. Yes, and Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and don't happy let, whatever you celebrate. And don't let the Christmas break break you. But until then, don't forget the dream is free. But the hustle is sold separately. See you later. It might even be on sale because it's Christmas. Thanks for listening to the Mad Hustle podcast. We hope you were encouraged, inspired, and most importantly, motivated to get moving and sell your project in Hollywood. Remember to get Butch's book, Mad Hustle, on Amazon. It's a treasure trove of information about what to expect as you navigate the ins and outs of the entertainment industry. You can also find Butch on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. The man likes to hustle, and if you're serious, you should too.